Old Fashioned Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right, turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus don't forget the NBA is back. And so is the NBA gambling podcast to celebrate. We're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie, head over to sports gambling slash NBA dog for all the details. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Ocho and you're listening to old fashioned football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you can't take any mother... All right, deal! Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. It's Thursday night. We're a little bit late, but that's okay. It's been a crazy day. Before I keep going to talk about week eight for the start sit and get to your questions, if you have any, I got to bring in, well, first of all, maybe I should introduce myself. If you're listening and not watching us at youtube.com slash old fashioned football, you can find me on X at Jmark Football. You can call me Jmark Justin. Hey, you over there either works. Uh, and before I keep going, I'm going to introduce my co-host on the pod and in life. You can find her on the X at the Mer Mark. Mer, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I, I'm doing good, Justin. It's been a day. <laughs> That's yeah, all I can say. <laughs> you were uh, working to the very last second here before we hopped on. Mm-hmm. We apologize for pushing back, but that's life. That's how life goes. We uh, cram this in when we can, basically, right? Yes. <laughs> Are you ready for Thursday night? Are you ready for football? Did you even set your line? Oh my god! No, my phone died at some point during today. I feel really naked right now because I still always have my phone here because I have we have our stat tracker here. I have sleeper open on my phone every episode. I don't have it. It's dead. It's charging. So no, I haven't set my lineups. I was working until the very last second. You here. were, yeah, yeah. So. I haven't even looked at my phone well, this afternoon. <laughs> we got the Bills and the Bucks. I'm going to go ahead and assume if you have any Bills players, they are in your lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. No no major injuries in that game. I picked up Josh Allen in the chopper. Oh, I was like, where in the world was Josh <laughs> Allen available? But that makes a... sense. <laughs> Rostered in a hundred percent of league. Yeah. So. No, I got Josh and I got him in. So I, I, I did say, do that after waivers went through. I would give an official timeout on the podcast to make sure <laughs> you could get him in your lineup uh, because that is important. This is going to be an interesting game. The the Bills obviously coming off of a, a loss um, to the Patriots. I really think it's going to kind of be a FU moment for Josh Allen and the Bills, and they're going to bully the Bucks around. But I'm not sure, not sure. Uh, it's week eight. There are no buys. I'm not sure why the, the 
schedule has this makers. Has ever happened before? I'm sure it has, but I just don't we, remember. I don't remember it either. Yeah. But I'm I'm good with it because I need, I need my good people back anyway. Makes it a little <laughs> easier, yeah, to set your lineups when there's no mm-hmm. buys or trick here if you have too many good players to choose from. And uh, before we get to a question here, let's remind everybody what we drank on Monday. Yeah, we drank Grace O'Malley blended Irish whiskey. And Grace O'Malley is a, a pirate queen. Yes. Yeah. So if you don't know about the pirate queen, go back and check that episode out. That's episode 80, of course. That's one of the reasons I picked this one. It was the first A proof whiskey downstairs that I saw. And really interesting backstory there and with the pirate queen and just everything about that. Now, we gave our whole taste profile, and you're not going to taste it now because you don't have it. You've got a cup of tea. Today was stressful, and I know. Okay, well, then you need some I needed, whiskey. <laughs> maybe I needed whiskey, but I made some tea instead. Well, take a small <laughs> sip of this. After I sat there drinking it after the episode while I was editing everything, I started really getting baked apples. Is this just the whiskey on ice? And there's some water in there. Because whiskey on ice. <laughs> do you see a, how full this is it was a generous pour <laughs> the big glass <laughs> it's been a long day give me that <laughs> maybe you need a cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> uh but what, what what do you think are you getting any baked apples well i i can tell that your ice has melted your watered down version it of is this. a little watered down that is um true. yeah yeah I, I, as I sat there drinking it after our pod, Cinnamon I, apple. I kept getting more of the baked apples, which we had in a, another Irish whiskey, Writer's Tears, stronger in mm, Writer's Tears, mm-hmm. but that has a strong like baked apple taste. And I started getting I that from smell this. smell it again. To see right. if I still get cherries. While you're smelling it, I'm going to read through some uh, questions here. I don't know. I smell ice. <laughs> I smell ice. Ice does not have a scent. Uh, Connor LaRose says, pick one wide receiver one flex and one tight end. So let's go over the tight ends first. Looks like we've got Sam Laporta and Dalton Kincaid. That's tough, but I'm going to go with Laporta. They're both they're both good. Are you reading? Do you want me mm-hmm. to reread it? Sam Laporta, Dalton Kincaid, uh Dawson Knox officially put cuz I can't read it from here. <laughs> yeah. Dawson Knox officially put on the injured reserve so Dalton Kincaid mm-hmm. will be the starter. Dalton Kincaid had eight targets last week, eight catches for 75 yards. So that you want to chase, obviously. Mm-hmm. But Sam Laporta has been a stud all year. He's been one of Goff's guys. I think he's like tight end three right now. And I really think the Lions, after getting embarrassed by the the Ravens, are a close your eye special in betting terms, that is. And I think they're going to have a big game. So I kind of like Laporta. That's a tough decision. It's a very – I don't think – you can go wrong. Right. But I I would start Laporta. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about wide receivers. Drake London, Scary Terry, Calvin Ridley, Rasheed Rice, Josh Downs, or Joshua Palmer. First of all, I saw somebody drop Calvin Ridley this week. Was it me? It was you. Okay. What league did I drop him in? You're right. The family league. The family league. Yeah. I'm over Calvin Ridley. Um, spoiler alert, I, I looked at our notes and he did make our sit list, uh, the shit list, if you will, for me, I am over him after he had what 4.9 points and then 1.5 the, the past two oh, weeks yeah, here. 1.5 or 1.4. It was 1.5. <laughs> 
uh, I'm going to go Drake London here. The Falcons, I know it's tough trusting Desmond Ritter, but it seems like he's starting to figure out that, hey, I've got this really talented wide receiver that I can chuck the ball up to. Drake London, Scary Terry, Calvin Ridley, Rasheed Rice. It's not going to be Rasheed Rice. I think that they are getting a lot more chemistry, chemistry, but it's not putting up the kind of points. He had a good game last week, but no, I agree with you. I don't Mm -hmm. think that's something you can rely on yet. Not yet. It's getting there, but it's not yet. And I'm going Drake London. That I'm I sticking to Drake London. I know Terry McLaurin is good. I was going to say over Terry McLaurin. Yeah, they play the Eagles who, you know, they've been not as good on defense. But last time they played the Eagles a couple of weeks ago, it was Curtis Samuel that got most of the targets. Terry McLaurin was tar- uh, covered fairly well. So that's why I'm going Drake London and not Scary Terry. Do you think they'll the overcompensate Eagles. and cover? I don't. I think... Uh, I think just the way they match up against them, Terry McLaurin's the one that gets covered better. Just my opinion. But that was, yeah, so I'm going Drake London. Are you agreeing with me or are you going with Terry Well, McLaurin? I am starting Drake London. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> But we also get one flex out of these players. So sounds like to to me it's between Scary Terry and Dalton Kincaid for us, isn't it? Oh. Or we trust in uh, Minshew Mania to keep getting the ball to Josh Downs. Because I'm not trusting Ridley. I'm not trusting Rasheed Rice yet. And Palmer, no. So we're between. I forgot about the flex of the tight end. Yeah. Yeah. You flex your tight end all the time. What you talking about? I do. (laughs) Get out. Really? I got hit. Uh, It's not my fault (laughs) you didn't get the joke. I but no, I do put a tight end. I have um I'm trying to think of what league it is, but I have yeah two top tight ends. I, I think um <laughs> we're between uh, Laporta, Drake London, and then Kincaid or Scary Terry. I'm gonna go I'm going Kincaid. It's between Kincaid and McLaurin for me. Okay. So there you go. Go with your gut there, but I'm going with Kincaid. Beast mode eleven says Jamar Chase against San Fran or Puka. Man. It's hard to sit either of them. The the uh, 49ers just kind of got picked on by Kirk Cousins and KJ Osborne and Jordan Addison. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be pissed off and bounce back? Or is this a thing where they're going to continue to get picked on because the injuries are starting to pile up right now? How many people? Who all is injured for them right now? I, do, I don't know that off the top of my head on defense. I just know that it's the 49ers. They always have injuries. <laughs> uh, Hold on. I'm going to go Jamar Chase. I, I would like to start them both if I can. While you're looking that up, Gibbs or Kamara, I'm going Kamara. Kamara. Yep. And Bryce Ridley says, do you think Aaron Jones and Kenneth Walker are playing? I was checking the practice reports today. Sounds like uh, from what I heard, Aaron Jones will play. They want to start to increase his workload, but Gosh, he's been frustrating as far as fantasy football goes. So that's going to be difficult to trust. Kenneth Walker, I think, will for sure play. Anyways, that was that was our uh, questions we had coming in. We're going to keep. Oh, sorry. Is um, challenged right now. Hold on. It it's taken after its user. Uh, what am I holding on for? We're not going to 
Yeah, I think this is going to take too long. Fine, to... it's going to take too long. I like to know these things, though. Now I like need to know. I know, I know, but <laughs> you can find it out later. Okay. <laughs> but uh, for right now, why don't you tell people where they can play some pick them? You can play pick them over on Underdog Fantasy as they have a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five in pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy. 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus of up to $500. And 100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky winners will win $10,000 each this Sunday. Yeah, and I'm going to throw out a play here. Normally I do five. I'm only doing three this time because I didn't find a ton that I really like. But we're going to go Dalton Kincaid. The guy we were just talking about higher than four receptions. He had eight last week. I think he's going to be a focal point of that offense because you got to focus on covering digs for the defense. Uh, speaking of defense, let's go Jordan Poyer, higher than three and a half solo tackles. And Josh Allen is still Josh Allen. So I'm going to go higher than a half interception. I think they're going to win this game, but I still think that they uh, are going to, he's going to throw an interception. And, um, yeah, go go play on Underdog. It's a fun website. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your deposit up to $500. That's going to run out eventually. They're not going to do it forever. So please go sign up. Get yourself some free money. Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And while you're over there, the NBA is back. And to celebrate, we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie, which is pretty sweet. You can see it on the screen here. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA underdog using our promo code SGPN. And one random winner will get an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog and make sure you go check out the NBA gambling podcast with Moonoff, Terrell, Scott, all those guys. Man, they know their basketball. And uh, this is a league that's getting harder and harder to predict because there's so much load management going on. And all these puss cakes saying that I can't get out there and play every every night. I need load management. <clears throat> cough, cough, LeBron James. Uh, so, yeah, go on over to NBA Gambling Pod or yeah, NBA Gambling Podcast. They're going to help you win some money and maybe win a free hoodie. All right, we're back. Let's talk about the injury report real quick because there are some names that we're piling up. I'm going to start with the first one, which isn't really an injury report, but I'm sure everybody, if you're paying attention, you saw it flash on your, your news feed and everything. Chris Olave caught speeding. Uh, they just released the, the traffic camera, or I guess the cop camera today, where he said, my bad dog, I play for the Saints. And the, the cop says, and? <laughs> like, yeah, what? you're still going 70 and a 35. Slow the F down. Uh, we haven't heard anything about discipline from the league or the team. Derek Carr's talking like he's going to be there. So I don't think he's going to miss time for this reckless driving thing. But I would just monitor it just in case the, the league gets some complaints and then they decide like, oh, we're going to have to slap his hand on this and have him miss a game or something. So do you have anything for the injury report? Yes. All right. <laughs> Baker Mayfield and Chris Godwin tonight. Right. They are both in after being listed as questionable. Yeah. And TJ Hawkinson's listed as questionable. Part of me wonders if that's 
they have to list him as questionable just because there was so much controversy over O'Connell telling him to get down when he didn't he didn't really look injured. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Tannehill is out. And I'm not gonna name leagues here, but I need a quarterback. <laughs> and Will Levis is still available, but Malik Willis will also potentially play. Like they have not they're not saying that Will Levis is going to be the starter if Tannehill is out. So it's Yeah, it's are they going to run like a two quarterback system like in college? I don't, I don't understand here. Uh you, this has got to be confusing for the players too unless this is a deal where the players already know mm-hmm. and they're just like not forthcoming with it, but if you are going to be the starter or not, we've seen a little bit of this in the NFL where they switch quarterbacks off and on. Uh, it, you just don't build any rhythm. It, it's a, usually is a big fail, but uh, the Dolphins have a lot of names on their injury report. It's almost like they're treating the Patriots like a bye week because they uh, they got Tyreek. <laughs> like, we're taking a bye, <laughs> right? Yeah, Tyreek Hill is on there though. He did uh, do his normal warmups and practice today. Raheem Mostert's on there. Jalen Waddle, who looked like in considerable pain, back pain after that. They did did just say it was back spasms, but mm-hmm. they're all questionable for the game. So keep an eye on them. And Dan Jones, Daniel Jones, (laughs) not Dan. I was about, he's not Dan. Daniel Jones. Yes. Um, he's not cleared for contact yet. My guess is Ty God will (laughs) get another start. You know, uh, if you're a Giants fan, I think you want Ty God to start (laughs) because he's looked better. Yeah. The, the Daniel Jones thing, I'm a little surprised he didn't go on IR. It's a neck injury and he's had surgery on that neck. It just seems like something you don't want to mess with. Another quarterback that is out. Deshaun Watson is out. Another start for PJ Walker. What a waste of $230 million guaranteed. Like uh, seriously, Watson sucks and he looks terrible. I saw, uh, I think it was Schefter, maybe it was Ian Rappaport today, said, well, it makes sense why Watson didn't look himself because his shoulder was still bothering him. Listen, Deshaun Watson hasn't looked himself since 2020 when he was with the Texans, and that was before the whole massage parlor thing. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just don't understand it. I didn't understand the mm-hmm. trade at the time. I didn't understand the contract at the time, and it's becoming more and more obvious that that was not a good move on the Browns mm-hmm. part, but maybe that's just the Browns. You want to go over a little Q and a before we get. Absolutely. All right. we got a couple more. Bryce says, Oh, I answered that one. Hopefully Aaron Jones gets his workload because I don't want to start Brian Robinson. I like Brian Robinson, but I agree. Aaron Jones hat when he gets the full workload, higher ceiling yes. and beast mode. 11 says, do you think Raheem Mostert will have a bounce back game versus new England? I think it depends on his injury. But I do think they'll be able to move the ball a lot better than they did against the Eagles. Yeah, we kind of talked about that game, or maybe maybe I talked about it on the the episode you were out on when you were out sick mm-hmm. last Thursday. But I did say that I thought the Eagles were going to route the Dolphins and that the Dolphins were going to struggle on offense. So, um, and, and that's kind of what we saw them happen. I mean, the Dolphins, great team but they seem to struggle against good teams. They mm-hmm. play the bills. They get bullied around. They play the Eagles. They get bullied around. So kind of interesting. That's something definitely to keep an eye it on. It is. I think so. We're seeing a trend. We're seeing a trend. Let's talk about some of our starts. You want to do that? Yeah. All right. Don't you get us started unless you want me to go. I'll start. I suppose. Uh, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Mac Jones. 
13.6 is his projection, which is not much. I know that it's going to be hard to start Mac Jones, but maybe you're desperate or maybe a super flex here between a couple guys. I would start Mac Jones. He has been bad. Don't get me wrong. And there's a lot of sense behind fading him after a big game against the Bills. But I think the Patriots can move the ball if they keep that same game plan of those short passes and the kind of set him up for success. Mm -hmm. And not to mention, I think they're going to have to throw to keep up with the Dolphins. We, we, we've we talked about the Dolphins are a fast team. They're going to score points. So, I, I mean, I like him to get around the 16, 19 point area. Gotcha. Well, I've got CJ Stroud. Um, <clears throat> currently projected at 18. 18 points seems like a lot of points for Stroud, who hasn't hit that mark since week four. However... This is like it's an interesting game where the team has the first pick in the draft um coming from the Panthers. Yeah. They and didn't pick him. Nope. <laughs> uh they faced the team with the second pick, the Texans. Panthers went with Bryce Young and I and this feels like a game where Stroud shows them that they made the wrong choice. I, like, yeah. I like that narrative. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. It's like no, you could have had me. Yeah. And I think just because of that game narrative, this might be a fun game to watch, even mm -hmm. though I think the Texans are a much better team. Um, it should be a fun game to watch either way, in my opinion. Yes. Should we talk about running backs? Let's, let's get going. All right. I'm going to talk about Derrick Henry. Projected 12.8 points. He, he's just a different running back when they play at home. Mm -hmm. When The Titans are, are a different team when they play at home. But just for throwing some numbers on this on the road, Henry is averaging 7.5 fantasy points per game at home. 19.73. That's an insane difference. And I believe it's been three and three exactly that they've played at home and on the road. That's a crazy difference. And so I think that's going, he's going to stick closer to that 19 point average. Plus you either have Will Levis starting the rookie or Malik Willis, who can barely throw the ball. They're going to need to rely on Derek Henry to help them. The my only issue is I saw today there are rumors that the Bills and the Titans are working on a potential trade to send Derrick Henry to Buffalo. That is just interesting to yes. me. And if that happens before Sunday, I don't think it will, but if it happens before Sunday, the trade deadline is Tuesday. We, he won't play, obviously, because the Bills right. play on Thursday night. So tonight. Have, people have to watch out for that. Yeah. So keep an eye on that. Uh, obviously, if he doesn't play, Tajay Spears is going to be the starter for the team. So plug him in right away, I would That's say. That's just crazy. I, do you see a Titans team with – I mean, obviously, they drafted Spears. Yeah. He's coming in. It's going to be but weird, though, for sure. Wouldn't that be weird? It yeah. just is weird to me. It's it, weird. It does sound like there's a strong possibility, even if it's not the Bills, that Henry will be moved. I mean, this is his last year on contract. Because of his age, I don't think mm -hmm. they're going to re-sign him anyways. So if – you're the Titans who season, I mean, you're grasping at straws to try to make the playoffs. It, it makes mm -hmm. sense. Let's try to get something for him rather than just let him walk next year. Yes. Who you got? Deonta Foreman. He's projected 8.1. Roshan Johnson may be back from his concussion, but I don't think he just gets thrown in right into the mix as the lead back. Agreed. I think this will still be Foreman's backfield. Do I think he'll get... The 31 and a half points that he got last week? No. <laughs> I hope so, but no. <laughs> Do you go against my mom? Mm -mm. <laughs> Is she the one who had him? Yeah. 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 She had him. Okay. I was like, wait a second. I she beat guess. you. 
she did. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, I don't see him getting the 31 and a half points. I just think 8.1 is way too low and he can be trusted to start again. So I think he's a start in my book this week. Yeah, absolutely. I was trying to see who I was uh, facing in that league. It's running a little slow. Oh, I'm uh, facing your uncle Paul in the family league. So hopefully I take him down. (laughs) Let's we're going to talk about wide receivers on the other side here, but first I got to tell you that you should go check out hall of fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with hall of fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all parlays by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets plus i gotta tell you they they've been releasing a couple free picks on uh the x and especially to kind of celebrate the start of the um the start of the nba season and their their first one they released on opening night hit and they have one for tonight uh, I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head, but I believe it was Rachad White, 25 plus yards. That's his alt yards. I believe it was Josh Allen over one passing touchdown. And then I think it's Diggs. Go check out their their X account, their Twitter. It feels mm-hmm. weird saying go check out their X. Go check out their Twitter. <laughs> uh, they did release it, but I think it was Diggs mm-hmm. over 60 yards. It's a plus 100 it might be even money there but still they they show based on their tool that it's a hundred percent hit rate and obviously that's what you want you love seeing 100 percent hit rate yes all right you want to talk about wide receiver first or you want me to i'm going all right i'm going i'm She's throwing going out switching the order switching <laughs> so, I'm, so i'm budging <laughs> remember when budging was such a thing yes in school. In school, yes. I I was not a. Uh, <laughs> you were a, you weren't a budger. I was not a budger. I was a let everybody line up. I'll go ahead and stand in the back and uh, just wait it's, my turn. Such a polite child. Such a you thing. I'll just go to the <laughs> back. Everybody's gonna budge anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, when those were our problems. Okay. <laughs> Adam Thielen is my start. 13.6 is his current projection. Mm-hmm. He has hit over 13.6 in four of the last five games. He also had eight or more targets in the last five games and double digit targets in three of those. Yeah. 13.6 seems too low despite his age, despite bad quarterback play and despite, 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 <laughs> despite, despite, despite <clears throat> being on maybe the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. I hope they don't win a game because then we get the first <laughs> draft know. pick. Uh, anyways. I, anyway, Thielen has been one of the more consistent wide receivers. In half PPR, he's ranked seventh. He is a must start. I You can lock him in on getting over his projection this week. Lock it in. You heard her. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. He has been a stud, um, surprisingly. I thought he was in a decline. I thought the Panthers, like, mm-hmm. why are you getting this old receiver? But obviously there was a reason for it. 
I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers, somebody else I did not have much belief in at the beginning of the season. He's projected 12.6 points. He was the only player, fantasy football-wise, to kind of salvage a day when the Raiders played mm-hmm. the Bears last week. Uh, he scored – he he had 14.5, I think, in that game. He scored over 12.6 the last three games, despite who's playing quarterback, whether it's Brian Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell, Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G is back, which is going to elevate his game. He's also had a touchdown in the last three games, so this is becoming a guy that they like to look to often in the red zone. Now, I think the Lions are going to give them a tough matchup, but I think he's reliable enough that you don't have to think, you don't have to question starting him. So, tight ends? Oh, you go. All right, let's flex our tight ends. Um, I'm going to go Dalton Kincaid, much like, uh, or you know, he, I said, much like I said earlier, Knox is on the injured reserve, so next man up rookie Dalton Kincaid and last week he had eight targets caught all eight of them for 75 yards the bills are going to keep getting him involved don't overthink this if you had Knox or if you've just been kind of looking for a tight end streaming a tight end hopefully you picked up Dalton Kincaid like we suggested mm-hmm. on the waiver show we and did throw him in and we just got done saying we might even flex him yeah based on depending on your options people. right depending on your options <laughs> your options people but, um I'm gonna throw out Trey McBride He's projected six points. Another next man up situation. Yes. Yeah. Um, projected six points. Zach Ertz. Wow. Ertz. Zach Ertz. Ertz. I almost said Hertz. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Well, he does hurt. <laughs> yeah. Because he's on the injured reserve now. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Zach Ertz. He's going to miss time. And Trey McBride is the next man up. A young, promising rookie last year. He didn't have much playing time. He's not had a lot of traction this year on a bad team, but his targets have gone up the last handful of games. Two weeks ago, he had four catches on five targets for 62 yards. Last week, it was only three catches on six targets for 29 yards. Still, I think they rely on him in the passing game this week. I agree with that. Let's answer a couple questions before we get to the sits, especially because the game will be starting soon. Welcome back. Dylan says, what up? Last call, we starting Mixon or James Cook? Full PPR, leaning Mixon for volume with no Vita Vea tonight, though. Cook intrigues me. Yeah, so I was trying to think about James Cook earlier, and it's you mm-hmm. hear all this news about the Derrick Henry situation, and it's like, so does that distract him from playing well, or does he play his ass off tonight to say, why do we need to bring Henry in? I'm the dude. I'm here. Yeah, I think he needs to work his ass off. I and agree. if he doesn't, it's a mistake. Agreed. I agree. And um, not to not to give a spoiler alert, but Mixon is on my sit list. I and it's not that I think he's going to necessarily do bad. I just think you have to temper your expectations. So for me, it's 100 percent James Cook. Yeah, I think you're ga- you're gambling on the fact that he's got to have a really good game. Yeah, right. Mixon or Cook? Cook. Cook. Yes. Uh, and just for further support in my DFS lineup, my captain showdown, the captain, I do have James Cook. So that's my belief in him. I think he's going to have a really good game. I think they're going to be able to move the ball running it. Nick Fortune, what's up, buddy? Says, just Mark wearing that great flannel shirt again. You should get more. I know this is the problem with live streaming. <laughs> I don't necessarily have well, a huge closet of clothes. But you you do the okay, time out. Everybody, a, Nick and Nick especially. He does. He has options. He has favorites. Yes, that's true. You I, just I go, like what I like. You like what you like. <laughs> and 
you just go back to, and this looks like this is comfy. It is comfy. It's basically a blanket flannel shirt. It's a blanket that was turned into a flannel. (laughs) I would curl up with that. Yeah. It rained all day. It (laughs) It is. It's a gloomy day. It was, we woke up to fog and rain. Yeah. Um, and it rained almost all day. It did. It thundered. I heard the thunder it rolling. Thundered. Oh, I love that. And I thought, man, I just need a nice comfy shirt. It was thundering while I was drinking a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> working would have been go. better if I was not working and yeah, just on the couch with the book or something. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, it, for the record, you have clothes. <laughs> you just wear the same thing like over like. and over and over. Right. Nick also says, what are your thoughts of David Montgomery playing Monday night? I think they sit him again. I'm not positive there, but it's not a game they need risk to, if you, if you wait for that. (laughs) Yeah. If you, yeah. If you wait for Monday night and then they say he's out, you're, you're kind of hosed, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it's not a game they necessarily need. They have a nice lead in our division, unfortunately, plus they're heavy favorites Mm -hmm. against the Raiders. So to me, it's a thing where, yeah, it's a thing. We just put the fist down on the yeah, Raiders. Nobody can see that. Uh, <laughs> and if we were able to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think they sit them. I wouldn't mm-hmm. risk putting them in your lineup. TS says, need to stream a quarterback this week. Purdy, if he plays. Yeah, I don't know with his concussion. He did practice. He, yeah. No, he didn't. He was a limited participant. Okay. It says right that. there. It said DNP. <laughs> Hello, that's uh, Trent Williams. What? All right. Anyways, Derek Carr, Matt Stafford, Russ Wilson, or Sam Howell. Uh, Derek Carr, Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, or Sam Howell. I'm going to go with Matt Stafford. I know they have a tough matchup against the Cowboys, but you're you're talking about a guy that on Wednesday he did not participate. Yes. That's below him. That's Trent Williams. No, it's not. Well, it is. If you look right below. Well, I wasn't looking below. (laughs) I was looking at Anyways, I'm going to throw Purdy out just because we don't know because of that concussion. Derek Carr, Mm -hmm. Matt Stafford, Russ Wilson, Sam Howell. I'm going with Matt Stafford because you're you're talking about a guy that's throwing to Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, uh, one of the most Mm -hmm. dynamic duos. I'm going with Stafford there too. Over... Yeah, I'm going with Stafford. Nick can recommend some great flannel shirt websites. <laughs> Special one. Me too. It's called Walmart. I, um. <laughs> that's Costco. Oh, sorry. Costco. <laughs> Costco has good flannel shirts. Anyway, Nick, send them to me. I do Justin's shopping sometimes. Most times. Uh, Adam Fritz checking in says, would you give... Josh Jacobs, Sam Laporta, and Andrew Hopkins for Derek Henry and Jamar Chase. Henry is a upgrade over Josh Jacobs, in my opinion. This is going to start another argument that we had Monday night over me not liking Josh Jacobs. Dondra Hopkins has not been reliable, so Chase is a huge upgrade over him, in my opinion. So, is giving up Laporta worth the upgrade? I say Is yes. it the keeper? Let's assume it's not. Not a keeper league. Yes. I know most of our leagues are keeper leagues, but most, I think the majority of leagues are redrafts. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I I um, think that's a good trade. You get Henry and Jamar Chase. You give up Josh Jacobs, Sam Laporta, and down uh, Yeah, because of Henry and Chase, I feel like you have to do it. You're only clinging <laughs> to this trade and on the fence because of Laporta, only- right? Is this another Josh Jacobs argument? Is that what that look is? 
All right, moving on. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we need to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see a good fight, go to like the last seven minutes of Monday night's podcast and see us go back and forth on Josh Jacobs, who I apparently always am down on this year. And Miranda thinks he's decent enough to argue for him, even though she ended up agreeing with me on that trade. So I would take Henry and Chase. Robert Perez, Roberto, sorry, Roberto Perez says, What's up, guys? Do you all think I should trade Pollard and Rasheed Rice for Bijan and Kareem Hunt? Well, first of all, what's up back? Yeah. Um, Pollard and Rasheed Rice for Bijan and Kareem Hunt. Hunt has been stepping it up. Now, mm-hmm. for, and Ford is injured. They are saying only probably two weeks. But with him out, I still think Hunt kind of keeps the same role. Yeah, but Rasheed Rice is starting to get that chemistry built up mm-hmm. with Mahomes. So if you look, if I'm looking at this, I like Rasheed Rice better than Cream Hunt. I do, but I like. But do you like Bajan Robinson much better than Tony Pollard? I think I do. I do, yeah, as well. Unless Bajan gets a hangover again or whatever was going on last weekend, I'm still convinced <laughs> he just partied con- too hard. You're convinced it was a before. hangover? <laughs> yes. Wasn't on the injury report that at halftime. What if it was a migraine? At, then why didn't they say he has a migraine? Instead, Arthur Smith said, well, when he was practicing, he just wasn't feeling himself. And post-game, he said, yeah, I don't know. I woke up and my head just felt funny and um, I just didn't feel right. He had a hangover. He was getting punished. They were telling him, like, don't tell anybody why we're not really playing you. That's just my opinion. Children. Um, I like the Bajan <laughs> side. I I'm also anti-Tony Pollard, so that kind of leans me towards Bajan. I do like Rasheed Rice and how he's picking it up, mm-hmm. but I still think I, I'm taking the best player in this, which is Bajan. He says, yeah, I'm only iffy about it because of Rasheed. I don't want him to break out even more than he already has once I trade him. Just know that that could happen. If there's <laughs> well, a good possibility, <laughs> that's going to Always happen. a possibility. <laughs> um, I said a good possibility, Justin. Yeah, but... You got me feisty again. But... The Cowboys are one of the teams that's been kind of in trade conversations about a running back. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry World yeah. said that he's not going to give I'm, up too much for I'm in it, agreement but, on the Pollard part of it. Yeah, no, I'm just saying I think Pollard's going to get even devalued even more mm-hmm. than I feel. So that's one of the reasons I like the tra- trade. George is back. What's up, George? Play 01 for the flex. James Cook, Roshan Johnson, or Darrell Henderson. I'm going James Cook here. I think this is a game, you know, I said it could go either way a little bit ago of he could be distracted by the trade talks or he could come in and say, you guys don't need to trade. I am here. Roshan. Mm-hmm. I was going to say not Roshan. Yeah. It's just, not because it's. He's not even confirmed playing, but I think he's going to clear. The Foreman is going to be the, the yeah, back. The dude. He's going to be the dude. And Darrell Henderson. I love Darrell Henderson. I, I was do. all over that last week, even though a lot of people said, no, it's still going to be Zach Evans. I said, no, this has been the guy mm-hmm. before for the Rams. So, but I think James Cook is the most talented player in this conversation. I would agree. He's yeah. the most talented player. Yes. All right. Well, we will move on to the sits. If you have other questions, put them in there and we will answer after the sits. Do you want to kick off the the sits and not the shits? <laughs> yes, right. I I will. All right. I mentioned starting CJ Stroud. Yeah. I'm going to sit Bryce Young. I like it. The ultimate F you, you made the wrong move, Panthers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
two middle fingers. You, did you? I was gonna say, did you almost flip the camera? I did. Off? I saw you, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bryce Young projected fourteen point four. We just got done talking about CJ Stroud. Young is the opposite. <laughs> he's not yeah. played great aside from getting the ball to Thielen. True. He's doing that right. Fact. Fact. He's gone over 14.4 one time this year, and I don't think he gets it done against a Texans defense that has been pretty solid this year. Also fact. I agree. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, we were, we bears were both eat so bears eat beats. Facts. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, we were both on the fact that uh, Bryce Young was not the guy. And mm-hmm. so far, we've been right this year. We have. I'm going to sit Josh Dobbs. If you're starting Josh Dobbs and that's your only option, I'm sorry. But I'm not starting him, but I am in a situation in a league where I got my flex, quarter. I assume. Super flex yeah. pirate. People are mean in this league. There are no, I had to pick up, I picked up. I don't want to hear it. Taysom Hill. Yes. I couldn't get his name out. And I might have to put him in my super flex spot because there are no quarterbacks available in this league. Let's play chat. Who do you feel worse for the, the lady that lost Brock Purdy this week or the guy that lost Patrick Mahomes this week? Um, let's see who has the worst deal there. You should have done better having a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes on your team. <laughs> I have. I lost to the juggernaut. I think. Who do I? I don't have my phone. I can't even confirm. It's really hard for me to keep my league straight. You have. I don't remember off the top of my head. Jones. I don't know. Mac Jones. Maybe. I don't remember. I think I have Mac Jones. Anyways. And Hill as my quarterback. Anyways, guess who's officially activated off the PUP list, or I guess the injured reserve, not the pup list. Officially activated off the injured reserve, Kyler Murray. Now, this is another situation where it could go both ways. If mm-hmm. Kyler doesn't end up playing, which I they have said it's not, that doesn't mean he's going to play this week, but he is activated. It could be a thing where Dobbs just falls apart because there's a lot of like, oh, I'm out of here. I don't have any more shots. Or maybe he goes out and plays his ass off to be like, yeah, one more F you. Maybe I'll get a job next year. But I don't think that's the case. I'm not starting Josh Dobbs. If you have to, I'm sorry. But I would definitely try to sit him if you can. There are certain wide receivers because I actually have Josh Dobbs in a league where I have some receivers on my bench projected more than him in my super flex spot that I'm probably going to switch him out and put a wide receiver in there for him. So yeah, don't start Josh Dobbs. Running backs. Running backs. <laughs> Sorry. I, my brain kind of just shut off for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed like, what are you doing? <laughs> All right. We talked about Tony Pollard. You talked about Tony Pollard a little bit ago, but he is on my sit list on the shit list. He is projected 16.9. And he has only gone over 16.9 once. What? The awesome Cowboys running back, Tony (laughs) Pollard? And um, that was game one when the Cowboys um, played the the Giants. Yeah, and routed them. They they beat them down. (laughs) Nobody can see a pound in the table. (laughs) What did you say? You're going to give me a gavel? Yeah. Um, in two of the last three games, Pollard has been held under 10 fantasy points. I know they're fresh off the bye, but Aaron Donald and the Rams defensive front will likely look to stop him. And uh, yeah, I just make Dak beat him. That's what, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I think, yeah, they're going to stop the run and they're going to make 
them pass. Yeah, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I say, let's see if this Dak Prescott guy can beat me because he really, in my opinion, is not that good. And he hasn't been that good. My sit running back is Joe Mixon. I don't necessarily know if he goes under this 12.1, but if you have other options to start, I would say start them. I know they're fresh off the bye as well, but they're about to face off an angry 49ers defense that just got beat by Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I think the Niners slow the run just as Seattle did to the Bengals right before the Bengals bye, where Mixon did not hit this 12.1. He was under 10 points that game. I think the 49ers have a good shot of doing that same thing. They've been pretty decent against the run, and I think this is a situation where the Bengals are going to beat the Niners by passing the ball, not by running it. So, wide receivers. Mm, all right. You want to kick it off? I will. All right. Joshua Palmer. Yeah. Projected 10 points. Uh, the Bears defense has actually stepped up the last couple games. They have. Honestly, since Dick Puck, Dick Butt. <laughs> Excuse you? I am fumbling with the names. Have you noticed Fumble! That? Yeah. <laughs> dick putt, I believe, is what you said first. Dick putt. What is a dick putt? <laughs> Just don't even if anybody ask. in the chat knows what a dick putt is, let me know. <laughs> Ever since the butt has passed. Wow. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> dick okay. putt got it. It did. Josh Palmer projected 10 points. I don't see it happening. He's only gone... Over 10 points twice this year. I don't think he gets there against the Bears in what should be a run-heavy game by both teams. Agreed. Agreed. There. Yeah. I got it. Got you it. got it. And and I also <laughs> agree the fact that uh, the Bears, we've looked better since Dick Buck has passed. We're channeling a little inner butt kiss. Uh, my, my wide receiver to sit, which I already teased, Calvin Ridley projected 10 and a half. Sometimes these projections don't make sense. Like in mm -hmm. your case, Joshua Palmer, he's only gone over the 10 twice. Why? I know I know he probably gets a little bump because it's against the Bears, but I would like to know where these apps, both ESPN and Sleeper, come up with their projections. Like, how do they figure it all? I'd love I think to Josh see the formula. Palmer projected 10, and I don't know, you Football. know. Like, or, like, I <laughs> guess not. If I'm relying no, on the projections, like, are there to help you, but right. it's not... Like we've talked in the family league, your dad has mentioned like some of us, that's the only thing we really have to go off of Yeah, because and... <laughs> it's their first year playing fantasy football and they don't get to watch every single game mm -hmm. or take in all that. So yeah, no, I would love to see the formula that goes behind that. Anyways, Calvin Ridley, 10 and a half. He's one of the most frustrating players in fantasy football for me. I put him in my, my hot take at the fantasy football expo that he was going to be a top 10 wide receiver. I saw a lot of people even say maybe a top one, but he was a dud this week with his one and a half, one and a four, 1.4, if you ask Miranda. But uh, <laughs> the week before that, he had a great game, right? No, he had 4.6. He's only gone over 10 and a half three times in seven games. He can't be trusted. I, I, I have lost my faith in him. I've lost my trust in him. He has benched for me. And as you said, in some leagues where we only have 10 people in the league, he's cut. I cut him. He's out of here. You don't perform. You, you get cut. I would be a terrible GM because I did cut down to Foreman very early in the Bears game last week. It, yeah, it, you know. I said he dropped a pass on third and four. He dropped it. And which, you're like, he should be fired. Said, and then he gets him. three touchdowns. Get him out of there. Yeah, and then he gets three <laughs> touchdowns. So luckily I'm not in charge. <clears throat> Tight ends. Speaking of the Bears, yes. Cole Komet is on my sit list. He's projected 7.1. 
he has put up two bad games in a row. Tyson Bajent, um Special Agent Bajent. Agent Bajent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun uh, fact about that, but go on. I'll I'll wait. Tyson Bajent. Yes. <laughs> he's gets another start. As much as it was nice to see the Bears get the win. I don't know if the success is repeated. And if it is, it's by the same way. They're going to run the damn ball. Run the damn ball. I agree. Tyson Bajent, who went to Shepherd University. We've, we've, we talked about this. I'm sure if you've watched any football news, you heard it all over this past week after they got that win. But do you know where he went to high school? Martinsburg High School, where... Our good buddy, Mr. Paul Stevie, is was the English teacher at the time that Tyson Bajent was there. He did not have him in class, but he know he knew the name. Oh. Yeah, and the, I told him to, he's, <laughs> he said he's going to see what he can do. I said, "Let's pull some hookups and get me an auto." So we'll see what he can do there because he knows people that did teach him, mm-hmm. and I think he knows the 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 wrestling coach and the football. So what? Coach Tyson just didn't take Tyson. English. Or is there more than one English There's teacher? There's more than one English teacher, yeah. So he didn't have them in his class. I believe at the time... <laughs> Tyson didn't need English. <laughs> right. Well, I do believe at the time uh, Paul was teaching the honors class, and I don't think Tyson took honors Aww. English. He was, he was a football dude. He ain't got no time <laughs> for English. His dad is also uh, like one of the best world competitive arm wrestlers. He, I, I saw think that. He's won, yeah, won the most championships out of any competitive arm wrestling guy. Uh, he, he's a very wired dude. If you ever watch an interview with him, he's, yeah, he's very wired. Uh, I'm going to go with David Njoku for my tight end. Sorry. I digress. <laughs> Moving on from from Agent Agent. Agent. Yeah. David Njoku projected 7.4 PJ Walker has had some good moments. I get that, but I think that ends this week against Seattle. I think Njoku has a tough matchup and I think you see the Browns regress. I mean, PJ Walker has looked like a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. Don't get me wrong. But I think they regress a little bit here. I think they lose the game, and I don't think Njoku puts up many points. Not to go back to Agent Bajent, but Special if Agent Paul Bajent. can get his autograph for you, are you going to ask him to sign it? Special Agent Bajent? Yeah, I should. <laughs> I mean, like, if you if you can make this happen, Paul, please have him sign it, Special Agent Bajent. Uh, or get him in contact with us. He can come on the show. We will send yes, him. Yes, that would be better. Yeah, he, we will send we'll him send the, him the uh, Agent Bajent yes. shirt. So, Go check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com's store where we have the Agent Bajent shirts. I did see that mine is out or it's been shipped, but it's not going to get here till Monday. I don't think I'll have you it for the, have Sunday, it night for the game, Sunday night game, which might be his last start if Field's thumb gets better. So that's so kind of a it bummer. it could be irrelevant on Monday. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> kind of sucks. We got a couple more. Uh, speaking of. Uh, my father, we talked about him a little bit ago. Patrick Mahomes is a bigger loss than Brock Purdy. Looks like score one. Thanks for having my back, Dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you have other quarterbacks. Yes. Losing, I, I agree. It's a bigger loss, but losing Brock Purdy when I don't have any other quarterbacks is a, um, in a two-quarterback league is I, I brutal. Th- I think I picked up another quarterback. I was, you know what? I, I It was like this moral dilemma this morning when I went to that league. And I knew that you had only gotten Taysom Hill. And it's like, there's a quarterback out there I was thinking of picking up. Do I mention it to you or do I just pick him up? And then I thought, no, there's no collusion. This is war. Fantasy football is war. I'm not helping you out. So I just went and picked him up. Uh, Now I'm trying to remember who it was, though. You're looking at me like, 
I probably didn't want him anyways. Yeah, I have Tua Tagovailoa and Kenny Pickett. PJ Walker, the guy we just talked about. PJ Walker. Yeah. No. Um, I do think he doesn't have as good of a game and kind of digress regresses some, but and he doesn't digress. He regresses. But uh, he was available this morning. I was like, do I say something? Because I know she's a quarterback. No, because I, but I did I'm watching a scenario. I don't need to. Too many people know us in this league. I'm not going to divulge information. Okay. I didn't want PJ Walker. All right. Fair enough. You are watching. I did see that. She is watching the scenario. You will stop talking. <laughs> no, I'm just in my head. I don't know what your scenario is. But in I my head. I told you what the scenario is. Because. I don't remember it, but my in my head, your scenario is that you're going to win this week, steal a quarterback, so it doesn't even matter. I won't get to steal a quarterback if I don't get somebody better than Taysom Hill in my super flex. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. He had a really good game he last did, week. But is he going to repeat it? It was interesting how he's not really been utilized, and then while they're trying to make a comeback against Jacksonville, he seemed like the guy that Derek Carr trusted. I know. And it's weird thing, you know, quarterbacks, no quarterbacks. Taysom Hill, one of the things that makes him so good is he's a quarterback. He was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Which well, and they're using knows, him once knows, in a while as right, a quarterback. Yeah. But, it, I mean, if you think about it, like former quarterbacks sometimes make the best wide receivers because they know the routes so well. They know exactly where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And they probably know what that quarterback is thinking if the pocket's breaking down. They're like, oh, I know exactly where I need to go to help him out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was just interesting how you kept, I'm watching that game and it's like, oh, he threw to Taysom Hill again. Oh, he threw to Taysom Hill again. I want to see that happen. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. All right. Uh, we will see. We will see. George Play says, should I trade Kenneth Walker for Austin Eckler? George, can you tell me if it's PPR? Because that does make a difference in my answer. Um, because in PPR, I think Austin Eckler is a better option. But Kenneth Walker's been a dog this year so far. A lot of people doubted him because mm-hmm. it was going to be uh, Zach Charbonnet that came in and you know was going to steal some of those carries. Walker has still been a dog. Let me pull up some stats here real quick. Obviously, I have two Kenneth Walkers, Kenneth Walker and Kenneth Walker the third. I'm going to scrub our stats this weekend. All right, you scrub our stats. Because <laughs> some I've noticed some things in there, and I'm just like, this needs to get scrubbed. All right, you scrub them. <laughs> Austin Eckler, 44 carries, 189 yards, and a touchdown. Kenneth Walker has way more carries. Well, Austin Eckler was hurt, I guess. So that's coming into a, a factor here. 450. I better break this down by game because you can't just compare them Mm-mm. based on um, what they've done this year because I, I just remembered that Eckler was hurt. Walker. Are with us here? What did this do? Sometimes this doesn't work very well. Have you noticed that? I have. I have. <laughs> I Got really. Feeling. Kenneth Walker, Austin Eckler. 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 If it's PPR Eckler, if it's non-PPR, Kenneth Walker is for me. That's how I feel on it. Eckler, Eckler either way. I'm going Eckler. Okay. If you're going to make that trade, I would do it now because there's the possibility that Eckler has a really big game against the Bears. I would love to see the Bears come in and beat the Chargers at their home stadium. However, we see it all the time where a backup quarterback comes in, they win that game because they're all pumped up. And then the next game, the whole team is flat. 
-hmm. And I worry that that's going to be the Bears. Just based on the narrative of how things go, I worry that that's going to be the Bears this week. Which means Eckler could have a really big game, a really good game. So if you're going to make that trade, I would do it now. Otherwise, the Eckler manager might want more for Eckler. Agree? I agree. One last question. Speaking of Eckler, I'm trying to swing a little trade in the, the big money league. Okay, so I'm not in this league with you. No. So we can discuss this. Yeah. <laughs> RD, who whose season is probably done for. It's shot. Yeah, it's shot. Has, uh, let me get to the actual offer here so I can quote it. But he has Eckler and Mixon. And his offer to me, he didn't like my offer. He countered, which is fine. I told him to counter. But it was Laporta which this is a, you keep three players. So Laporta could be a potential keeper. A 2024 third round for an 11th round and a 2025 fifth round for a ninth round to get Eckler and Joe Mixon and try to make a run this year. I just don't know if I can give up a third rounder. Wait a second. Say that again. So you're going to get Laporta. No, I'm going to get Eckler and Mixon. Oh, he's asking for he's Laporta. He's going to get Laporta. A third, oh, okay. A third, a third round, round for an 11th round. For an 11th. And a fifth for a ninth. So you're giving up Laporta and two top picks. And Laporta, this is a keeper league. Who else would you be potentially keeping? Who at else? tight end, Mark Andrews. But Laporta has a much bigger value mm-hmm. as far as draft picks. He does. Yeah. But I'm not saying I'm three players. Who else do you have that would be good keepers? I I would you have to really look at it and but, look at I the mean, rounds that you took them in. Yeah, I mean I have Fields for really good value. I have C.J. Stroud for really good value. I have uh, had Calvin Ridley. I don't know if I like that anymore. I don't think I I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Laporta. I just don't know if I can give up a third rounder and giving up La- the value of Laporta. Yeah. To get Eckler and Mixon. Mixon. Yes. Who is on our, your. I mean, I got Tank Dell, who has been kind of a breakout wide receiver off and on as a, I think he would be a 15th rounder. Mm -hmm. CJ Stroud would be a 15th rounder if I kept him and not Dell. If I kept them both, it would be a 11 and 15th. And what would Laporta be if you kept him? Laporta was a 12th, I believe. That's That's good value. Yeah, no, I know. Mark Andrews would be a 7th. He was a ninth this year. It moves up two picks every. I don't know if I'd do that. And oh, what's your record right now? Three and four. That's why I'm really struggling with it. Who do you have at running back? DeAndre Swift, Gus Edwards, Darrell Henderson. Okay. I don't think you need to do that. All right. Sorry, RD. The boss says no. <laughs> no, I was. It's hard for me to give up a third rounder. If I was, let's say I was seven and zero. Oh, yeah. And I just wanted to like, I need to really beef up my team because I really think I could win it this year. Mm-hmm. Then maybe. But sitting at three and four, not knowing if I'm going to make the playoffs even. Well, and it makes it tough hearing like. What you said about Joe, like Joe Mixon right. for you, he is on your start list or sit list mm-hmm. this week. To do that, don't you want to get two running backs that are guaranteed like. Yeah, I mean, you would think, yeah. To give up that. Right. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I I wasn't sold on it anyways. I just had to get another opinion. Okay. 
So if, if anyone disagrees with me, <laughs> yeah, hop in the chat. Tell us what you think. We do have one more question before we get on mm -hmm. out of here. Evan says, would you trade away DeAndre Hopkins and Kareem Hunt for either Garrett Wilson or Jordan Addison? I absolutely would for Jordan Addison. I think uh, we showed we saw what he could do mm -hmm. when they played the Niners. I think he's a stud. I think Justin Jefferson missing some time is obviously only going to benefit him. And Kirk showed Kirk threw an interception early in that game while throwing to Jordan Addison. And it was kind of Addison's fault. Then Kirk showed like, Hey, I trust you. And threw a touchdown to him like two drives later. I think that speaks volumes. Kirk cousins is a guy that he, everybody was surprised when they watched that quarterback show to find out, Hey, Kirk cousins is a nice guy. Mm -hmm. He is a nice guy. And I think he's going to take a guy like Jordan Addison and mentor him and make him even better. Would you, do you agree DeAndre Hopkins, who really has not been that great this year? No. Kareem Hunt, who's a situational player, it's, in my opinion. Yeah, circumstantial. Yeah. Uh, yes, I would. Do you like Addison over Garrett Wilson? I only do because Kirk Cousins, Zach Wilson. That is my, for that reason. Though, sorry, I just remembered. Guess who threw the ball 15 to 20 times on the practice field? Aaron Rodgers. I still am going with Addison. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I just had to throw that in there. Rogers is coming back soon because he never had an Achilles injury. It was never snapped. This is my theory. Never snapped. It was only because they knew that their defense and Zach Wilson could win them enough games until they're on the, they're on the, in the ropes, you know, like in boxing. And here comes Aaron Rodgers, the white knight to save their season they make the playoffs they go on this historic run at the end and of the season they don't have to give up that first rounder because aaron Rodgers plays less than 65 percent yes. of the games yes. starts you predicted plays. this before the season started you said he's not going to play 65 percent, and so he fakes an injury i've seen so many news reports about like uh referencing that injury how Rodgers couldn't get up he did get up and then he laid back down don't give me this bullshit. He never tore his Achilles. And there's so much drama around him anyway. He wants, like, this you know is what me I mean? putting my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> the, conspiracy, <laughs> yeah. the conspiracy theories within the NFL. Absolutely. If you want them, come to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, but seriously, I did. I told, I, we talked about it preseason. He's not going to play 65%. Yeah. When he got injured within the first 30, 90 seconds, whatever, 30 seconds, 90 seconds, 90 it was seconds. 90 seconds. A long time um, to a college kid. When he got injured that soon, I told you, here you go. Yeah. Here's the start of his not playing. And if he hadn't, it wasn't it a torn Achilles? Yeah. If you tear your Achilles, can you really heal in seven weeks? Well, if you're Aaron Rodgers, yeah, because he's uh, just built like none other and all this. I don't know. There's He's probably taking his eyes, Walker, or whatever you say it. He went on a doing darkness, his darkness retreat. retreat and, yeah, and it, it healed him physically, the powers. <laughs> Got one more question we're going to answer before we get out of here because the game has started. It is zero Shit, zero Justin, to update you. Reborn. I didn't double check my because my phone died. Continue. Reborn Jungle <laughs> start Jonathan Taylor or Chris Olave this week and rest of season. If Moss is out, I'm going to start JT. But Olave showed up to practice in in a shiesty looking like a demon, so I'm conflicted. Um, yeah, this is tough. Olave has a huge target share. This week, with can you yeah say it one more time? Jonathan Taylor or Chris Olave mm -hmm. for this week and for rest of season. 
Zach Moss may be out. And if he is, uh, Reborn Jungle is for sure starting Jonathan Taylor. Chris Olave gets a, a big part of that target share. Mm-hmm. So far, we have not heard of any disciplinary action from the NFL for his reckless driving. That could change, but so far they're not. They had that play where Derek Carr was yelling at him on the sidelines because he gave up on his route, but Carr backed that up this week saying that, you know, like Olave's really good. They've talked and they're going to continue to get him involved. I think this week I agree, Jonathan Taylor. The rest of season, I like Chris Olave because I do really? think I do think Zach Moss has proven that he deserves some of those carries and that that's going to be a 50-50 split, like a true 50-50 split, a running back you committee. Have, I think for the rest of season, you have to watch that. If it becomes a running that's true. back committee. Yeah. But just answering right now, I'm I going, can't answer rest of season start. You can't do it. She won't do it. She refuses. I will. (laughs) I'm saying Olave rest of season, JT this week, but who do you like this week? Do you like JT? Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Thanks for uh, submitting that reborn. You have a great night as well. And uh, that's all we got. Don't forget to subscribe. That helps us a lot. Smash the subscribe, smash the like buttons, go to uh, Spotify or Apple and leave us a review. I like it to be five stars, but Miranda always says it doesn't have to be. You have anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. How's your tea over there? It's actually gone. I drank it. Going it's, once. It's a little cup. Going twice. Sold. Old-fashioned football.